Hey men, have you thought about bariatric surgery, but that's where it ended? Gentlemen, I'm talking to you. In a world where a lot of men don't talk about personal health issues, particularly bariatric surgery, Henry from my private Facebook group steps forward to share his story. You don't want to miss it coming up. ProCare Health offers easy and affordable solutions with once daily multivitamins, including our new DS and Sadie surgery formula, increased iron, A, D, E, and K, Still just one capsule a day. Visit ProCareNow.com and use code SUSAN60 to get a free bag of protein powder with $60 purchase. Hi, I'm registered dietitian nutritionist, Dr. Susan Mitchell, ex-radio dietitian turned podcaster. You're listening to the Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast, episode number 90. I'm here to help you cut through all the health hype and give you accurate evidence-based nutrition information worthy of your time and all of your efforts. Simple step-by-step strategies that change the way you live your life now. I want you to feel well every day. Get out there. Do the things you want to do. This Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast is for you. I want to give a shout out to Becky who said, enjoying your podcast and I love how you pack in the information in a short amount of time. Becky, it always makes me smile to hear you love the podcast. I value your time and I don't want to waste it. Thanks for listening. I've always felt that men are underrepresented in the bariatric surgery world. The stats for surgery skew heavily towards women, even though there are equal rates of obesity among American men and women. Of the surgeries performed, did you know that about 80% are women and 20% or less are men? Why is this? Stigma? Bullying? Are men not as aware of their health issues? Lack of support? Joining me today from California is Henry Baker, whom I met through our private Facebook group. When I read his story and his desire to share it and empower men to consider surgery if warranted, I asked him to join me today. Welcome, Henry. Thank you for offering to come on the podcast and tell your story. Hello. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited you're here too. Okay, I just want you to start out and tell, just briefly give us a synopsis of when you were sleeved and your story. So I was sleeved uh, in December of 2020. Um, Since then, I've lost 130 pounds. Fabulous. Um, Yeah, and I think that it's been a, it's been relatively a great ride. It's been a lot of good. Um, Obviously, we all know that there's um, some, Ups and downs, some plateaus, some you know, a lot of good moments, a lot of you know, non-scale victories, and um, I just it's it's a cha- it's changed my life. So Henry, let's go back to the beginning. I'm sure you had thought about this for a while before you had surgery. So I want you to go back to what held you back from having it. How long had you been thinking about it? Was it on your mind? And, and what was holding you back? The that's a great question because being a guy, what's, what's held me back is the, it's, it's the pride of, I can do it by myself. I could work out. I can eat good. I, it's the, it's that whole like, um, shame of, I have to tell my wife and my kid that I can't do this. I need extra help. And that's, what's been holding me back. Um, and do you think that's typical for most of your buddies, for guys that that's what holds them back from whatever it happens to be? Yeah, I think that that's it's typical for for most of the guys that I talk to. It's a lot of that that shame of I can't do it out of my own. 
Um, they don't, you know, men don't really share as much as women do. So there's that, you know, I'm, I'm in my own little cocoon and I have these feelings, but I can't share them, can't get them out. So were those feelings, Henry, is that what held you back? The same thing? Yeah, that's exactly what held me back uh, for a long time, really. Yes. And before you had your procedure done, did you feel like you were very alone? Was it hard to talk about it? And then what leading up to what was that turning point? I'm going to call it a aha moment when you said, you know what? Boo, I'm going for it. Yeah. Um, before that, I was. I, I felt like there's, you know, one of the things that people always say is like, you when someone has surgery, they change. I don't believe that they really change that much. I feel like they have their personality within themselves, but they're like cocooned in that personality. And as soon as that weight comes off, that, that personality comes out and enhances themselves to the rest of the world and their friends and family. And that's where people think they change. For my, in my case, yes, I felt like I was like my personality was there, but I couldn't get it out. Um, I was in my own little cocoon, my own little cage that I put myself in. The the thing that really turned it for me though was um, I one day I just sat there and I just I just said to myself, I I'm I'm three hundred sixty five pounds. I'm closer to four hundred four hundred pounds than I am to three hundred pounds, and this is not working. What I'm doing is not working. I need to make some changes in my life. That's so very brave. Down. That's very brave. Yeah. So I sat down with my wife and daughter. I explained that to them, and they are so supportive. It was it just it was the best moment of my entire journey when I talked to them, and they were very supportive. That's great. Was it hard for you to find um, when you started looking around for a surgeon? Was it hard? Were they as open to you as a man? Did you feel treated differently or was it just matter of fact? I think that they, no, I don't think they really treated me any differently. I think I went to a, a surgeon who has lots of, lots of experience with, you know, with lots of women, obviously, but I talked to him specifically about the men thing and he said he's done men and men have been very open to listening to what he has to say, whether it's, you know, him, his nurses, the nutritionist, the psychologist I, I talked to, they were all very open to helping me create a better me. I love that. Oh, I love that. That's, that's wonderful. Did you, before you had surgery, work with a psychologist and or a dietitian? I did. I, I, I talked to a, a psychiatrist and she explained to me like the, you know, what was ahead, you know, as far as the pre and the, the post-op. Um, situation. Uh, and I was, and she, you know, she wanted to make sure that we're, that I was okay with, you know, just where I'm at in my head, that my head was like for me and not for other reasons. And so I was very open to that. Yeah. Would you say that one more time? I think what you just said is invaluable. It's such a valuable thing where you just said it, she wanted to make sure about your head. Yeah, she wanted to make sure that I'm doing this for myself, that I'm doing it to 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 better my life and not that I'm doing it to look better just just for, you know, re, whatever reasons or for someone else. She wanted to make sure that I'm okay and that I'm of sound mind, that I'm making this decision and I'm happy about it. And when those questions were asked, did it make you think? Did you have to have a little uh, go inside and ask yourself these questions? You know, I... I asked myself those, these questions as soon as I made the decision. That's when I that's when I asked the questions. So when she asked me those questions, I was this is a hundred percent what I want to do. And once I put my my mind to something like this, I just go for it and I just do it. All the contemplating was done beforehand. 
Good. Um, so when you first came through surgery, what was the toughest? So post-surgery, whether from the hospital on, what are some of the toughest moments that you, that you faced? Did you ever stop and say, why did I do this? Yeah, the toughest moment for me, and I, I can honestly tell you, this is the toughest moment. I sat there and it was during COVID. So, you know, you're in your room by yourself. And I sat there right after surgery the next day and I have all these bandages and I'm not feeling good. I'm very hungry because you can't eat and whatever. You can't eat or drink for 24 hours. So, but the nutritionist came in and she sat at the door and she couldn't come in. And she's like, I want to say, see how you're doing. I want to talk to you about making sure you're okay and get you on a right nutrition plan. And even though she was there, she really wasn't there. I was by myself and I was like, this is not, it's not comfortable for me. It's something new. But I made this decision, and I'm moving forward. And it was just a hard moment for me. And how did you? What did you tell yourself, and what made you push forward? Obviously, you you have a tough mindset, and you decided that this is it, and this is what I'm doing. Yeah. So from there on, I just said, "I'm. This is where I'm going to. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to. I had. I did go to cooking culinary school, so." I'm going to work on my diet. I'm going to start working out because I love working out in the past. I just had some health issues that I take care of. But, you know, that, the commitment to the eating and the working out and changing the mind is the biggest part. If I, as soon as I change my mind to have the surgery, that's the day I change my mind to, to move forward with everything. That's very powerful. I love that. Now, before I'm going to hit uh, culinary school in just a minute, so don't forget, yes. but I want to say something that I think is so important that you said to me that your biggest gain from all of this was that you had COVID after surgery and after you lost the weight. And if you had not gone through this procedure, you don't think you would be alive today. Tell us more about that. That's a, that's a strong statement. That's true. I know that most people, when they find out they have COVID, they get scared, they get mad, they get sad, they get whatever. And not for me. When I found out that I had COVID, I just sat there and I just smiled and I said, I am so grateful that I lost this weight because my father actually passed away from COVID and I that this could be my path too. But I lost the weight and it did save my life. And I got through COVID. I was sick for a couple of days. I was quarantined for like six or seven days, but I knew that I was feeling better about myself. Yeah, that's very powerful. Okay, your lifestyle changes. Uh, when did you go to culinary school? Did you have you done that in the past? Or was that a change that came about after surgery? I went to culinary school probably 10 years ago. And I was doing some catering back when I lived in Chicago uh, for a while. And then I came to California. And now I just, you know, do like small catering things. I do some cooking classes and like just nutritious nutrition classes too. So you are really being able to take what you learned and apply that into the bariatric lifestyle of what I want to say. My favorite thing is real food. I believe in real food. Once you're back and through those phases, I want to see people eating good, tasty, real food. And uh, having been to culinary school allows you to do just that. Yes. Um, you know, the thing about the culinary school, the background, the experience, uh, and my wife and daughter are, are pescatarians. So we have experience, I have experience cooking lots of, you know, healthy whole foods, fish and th things like that. So I think that that really set the tone 
for when I had after I had the surgery. Yeah, that's terrific. And I know you told me that you just had surgery for skin removal and a hernia just a few weeks back. So what made you go to that hernia? I understand, but did you have to really think about your skin removal? Did you talk to plastic surgeons on that? How did that decision come forth? Well, so obviously, you know, we lose a lot of weight. We have the, we have a lot of the extra skin that's just Mm -hmm. sitting there. And for me, the time period between your, your, my sleeve surgery and the skin removal surgery, that's the hard part for me because I felt like I lost a lot of weight, but because the skin's there, you don't really see a lot of difference, you know what I'm saying? Cause that's so, so, so once I, I, once I had my start losing weight, I talked to my doctor and I said, I'm having, I have, um, rashes, I'm having scars, I'm having bruises down under where that extra skin is. Can I document that so we can get that going? So we did that. We documented that. We, I actually had the insurance pay for the hernia remo- uh, repair and the skin removal, which is great. After the skin removal, I felt so much better about the way I actually looked. It wasn't, yes, it was just, it wasn't really about the, um, I don't know. I guess just the skin was, was had to go. Yeah. And it just furthers you along in your journey. It's really part of the whole thing. And for you, I can see that it's made a a great big difference. I think that's fabulous. So I want to hear where are you now? What are you doing? What's Henry all about these days? Okay. Once I started losing the weight, once I started, I, I, and I went to, I like the first thing, the first nine months of my journey was very alone. I didn't have anyone. My wife and daughter, obviously, they supported me, but they don't understand because they weren't, didn't go through it. So, but once I found social media and I found people like you that can that I can ask questions and I can see that what I'm going through is normal or you know what are the good parts, what are the bad parts, and whatever. I found a a um, bariatric retreat that I went to in November that opened my eyes to the entire community of the bariatric community. I really decided from there that my new purpose was to get involved in this community with, with my cooking. So I, where I'm at today is I'm going out to a, you know, a lot of these con- uh, conventions, talking to people, figuring out where they're, where they're at in their journey and what, you know, are they regaining? Why are they regaining? What can, what they can, what they can avoid for people going forward that the new people that are, that are getting their, their weight loss surgeries and helping them get on the right path right from the beginning so they don't you know slip up down the road. Yeah, that's so important. I love that very much. There were two things you told me that made a very big impression on me when we were t- discussing about you coming on the podcast and you may not even be aware, but one of them was you said you have to actively participate in your success, which you have clearly done and are doing now. And number two, that changing your mindset begins before the surgery date, which very clearly you did as well. As we wrap up, Henry, what is the message or the messages that you want to send to other men right now today? The message that I would like to send today is, is it's, it's okay to get out there and start talking to your loved ones and or your doctors about what are my options, what are the, you know, what can I do to help myself get better to improve my life. I mean, the the life that I had when I when I was bigger 
it was very hard. I mean, there was, it was physically hard. It was mentally hard. But once you make the change, the change frees you, not just, you know, physically, but also mentally and emotionally to get out there and achieve your best self and, and continue your best life going forward, no matter what age you are and no matter what gender you are. But the thing, the biggest thing for me is that make up that mind, find people that, you know, find support groups that are the bariatric support groups. They will encourage you. They will help you. They will, if you have questions, they will, they've been through it, whether it's pre-op, post-op, they will get you and we will find you and we will help you. Well, you heard it right here from Henry. Henry, thank you so much. I just so appreciate that you were willing to come on and be so transparent with your life. I hope you'll come on again sometime. Absolutely. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to create a, a bariatric cookbook for people for a specific way of eating from the beginning to avoid the, the, the bad stuff down the road. Somewhere in the middle, there's a gap there, and I'm going to fill it. Well, you let me know when that comes out, okay? I will. Thank you so much. And remember, Henry's Facebook and Instagram information will be in the show notes so you can be sure and connect with him. I hope you have a great week. Take care of yourself. You're worth it. Bariatric Surgery Success with Dietitian Dr. Susan Mitchell is produced and owned by Practicalories, LLC. All rights reserved. Remember, the content provided on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't create a patient-provider relationship intended to provide reference material and is not designed to provide medical advice. Please consult your healthcare provider regarding any medical issues you have relating to symptoms, conditions, diseases, diagnosis, treatments, and side effects. Podcast guests express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, which do not necessarily reflect or agree with the host, Dr. Susan Mitchell, or Practicalories, LLC.